An African Perspective on Martin Luther King. Today, January 19th, This is the World. I'm Carol Hills, and for Marco Werman, filmmaker Perez Owino is originally from Kenya, now in the U.S., and she draws a direct line between Martin Luther King and her native country. Just the way I have reverences for the freedom fighters who freed my country, Kenya, from uh, British colonialism, I have the same reverence for Dr. Martin Luther King and all the other fighters who are helping to free people of African descent here in the United States. Plus, we speak to the creators of a podcast called Good Muslim, Bad Muslim. You know, I call myself the pork-eating, alcohol-drinking Muslim, and my husband is, you know, he's a vegetarian, and he doesn't drink, and he's atheist, but in a lot of ways, he's more Muslim than I am. (laughs) It's all just ahead on The World. Support for PRI's The World comes from TIAA CREF, a financial services company helping to create financial outcomes that matter. Learn more at TIAA.org. I'm Carol Hills, and for Marco Werman, this is The World. Western Europe remains on edge 12 days after the terror attack on the Charlie Hebdo office in Paris. The search is continuing for suspected accomplices and other possible extremist cells. And national leaders are trying to figure out how else to respond. Foreign ministers from the 28 nations of the European Union met in Brussels today to coordinate their actions. The BBC's Anna Holligan is with us now. Anna, what's it like being in Europe just now? Um, do folks where you are still have sort of the jitters about what's going on? Europe is absolutely still on high alert and just outside the European Council building that we're talking to you from now, there are soldiers on guard carrying rifles. Um, 300 soldiers have been deployed across Belgium. That's after the anti-terror raids that happened last week. Two jihadi suspects were killed and one other taken into custody. And at this meeting today, uh, it's the first time the foreign ministers have met since the attacks at Charlie Hebdo in Paris. Um, and the, the key buzzwords really were cooperation and communication. They talked about the need for greater cooperation between European and Gulf states. And the um, EU foreign affairs chief, Federica Mogherini, said that Islam had nothing to do with terrorism. She stressed that point. And um, they, they need to do more, they think, with sharing intelligence, especially crossing borders, and especially with a view to those foreign fighters. Up to 5,000 now European citizens are thought to be engaged in the jihad in Iraq and Syria. So a big, big issue here. And Belgium itself, isn't it known to have the most number of uh, foreign fighters per capita going to places like Syria and Iraq? That's right. And the uh, jihadi suspects who were planning to kidnap and execute policemen here in Belgium, they just returned from Syria. So that really does reflect the need, the urgent need for ministers to do more in terms of intelligence gathering as well as sharing. And they've also been talking today about the introduction of passenger name records, and that would make it easier to to monitor people crossing between borders. We should say these are on these are on flights. Exactly, exactly. And the the press spokesman for the British Foreign Secretary was telling us that often foreign fighters will cross many borders before they actually enter Syria or Iraq. So they wouldn't just necessarily travel from uh, Belgium directly to Turkey and then cross the border into Syria. They they would take detours to avoid detection. And that's one of the, the things that they've been talking about today. There's some criticism that in certain countries in Europe, Suspects are immediately thrown into prison when they return from, uh, say, Syria or Iraq. 
and that, that may be a lost opportunity in terms of the family members of those people cooperating with authorities and trying to figure out where they recruited. Is there any discussion of that, trying to revamp policies to sort of maximize intelligence gathering? Well, in countries like Denmark and the Netherlands, they actually have um, programs to try and reintegrate those people into society, and they can provide valuable sources of intelligence. I know some recent returnees to Belgium were picked up during those anti-terror raids in Varvier and across the country last week, um, 13 suspects in total arrested. And we should just add that there were also anti-terror raids in Athens over the weekend. And Belgium has requested the extradition of one of those people who were arrested. But that wasn't on the agenda today. This was a much broader kind of discussion about communication and cooperation. One quick final question. Any discussion about increasing police firepower in certainly European countries? Well, the increase of police firepower um, was discussed here in Belgium a couple of days ago, and we were at the U.S. Embassy. And-